Welcome to a new sideshow of the podcast I like to call Robbie Rambles. Here, I dive into a particular subject that we've talked about previously and go more in-depth with it. This week, I have a special guest, a close friend of mine, Spencer, also known as Twice Barks on most of his social medias. This episode, we will be diving more into Project L and talking a little bit about Arcane itself. Please enjoy the rest of the episode. We should be good to start now. Okay. Um, I was gonna say like, okay. So the third one, I will say that I think looks mad cool. Who I would play in a heartbeat is Volley Bear. I just think this this bear just looks so badass. Like I love bears. If you give me a bear in a fighting game, I'll play them. Volley Bear. Um. Really cool. Uh, he's actually like a thunder, uh, lightning sort of god thing. Oh, okay. Well, part of his move is that he literally calls down lightning to one give him a shield and to and uh, stun his enemies. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see that be part of his uh, like give him that that'll be his one ranged move or whatever. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he's he's a he's a fighter. He wants to be up in your face at all times, and he's really tanky. Okay, I mean, it sounds sounds about like what I would want in a character, really, or at least what I'm willing to play. Um, like Nico, I'm not exactly sure what she looks like or what she is really. And then like Lulu just looks like a very pixie kind of character, just like super small, but the guy looks like Charlotta. Nico's gimmick is that she is everyone. Uh, she literally just copies people. So Ooh, that's cool. Like a, the double. She could be a double, basically. Ooh, I like that. Or, like, uh, she could, like, take moves. Yeah, so she would, like, take moves from other characters. Like, um, I guess if I had to compare her to another character that's kind of similar, like, I guess she'd be, like, an Android 21 uh, or something like that. But Yeah, I guess we um, a mixture of, like, double and 21. And then, like, what was the other one? Lulu? Like... So Lulu's weird. She's not... In, in the game, she doesn't really fight much. She's uh, an enchanter, so she buffs up the other people. Um, mm-hmm. I could see her being sort of a zoner. She has a little pixie that she channels some of her spells through, and um, mm-hmm. she can polymorph people as mm-hmm. part of her main set. So uh, I, I can see it working. It'll be weird. I do want to see Yordles in the game. I, I want to see more Yordles. Okay, so, like, what's your three? Like, who do you want? Like... Oh, God. So, uh, I could tell you my, my like, want picks, or I could tell you, like, who I know is going to be in the game. Just from popularity with Arcane and overall champion popularity within the game itself. Okay, like, give me a rundown of who you know is guaranteed in the game, no matter what. Like, just... I want to see what I'm working with here. Okay, so from from the trailers, we know that Echo, Jinx, and Darius are in, along with Ari, and from the first trailer that we got, like, in 2019, 
uh, we saw a little bit of Katarina. Katarina. I'm yeah, Katarina, she, um, she's an assassin, uh, high mobility, and she can teleport to her daggers whenever they're thrown out. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, probably going to be a mix-up queen. From what I I think that- I think my girlfriend actually plays plays a little bit of her. I think I've heard her name mentioned before. Yeah, uh, redhead, uh, scar down her face. Ah, I see her. I see her. I literally just passed her. Uh, so besides those, I can almost guarantee that Jace and Vi are going to be in mainly just because of Arcane and how popular it's doing. <laughs> Right. Uh, and then for another one that I can almost guarantee is gonna be in there. Oh, what mm-hmm. is her name? What is her name? Uh, pos- I could see Leeson being a being in there. Uh, he's the blind monk. So he. Um. Uh, He's all about just uh, up-in-your-face fighting, and uh, he does have a... It's not really a teleport. Uh, he sends out a shockwave, and uh, he can teleport to you with that shockwave if it lands. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, dude, I, I recognize... Oh, J- Jace was the scientist. Yeah, yeah, J- yeah. he gets the... Uh-huh. I, you finished Arcane already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I did. Okay, yeah, this way, like, I kind of figured he was a champion, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognize Timer Digger. Yeah, all named people in, well, I, I shouldn't say all named people. Most of the named people in Arcane are champions. So, Victor's a champion, Jace is a champion, Jinx, Vi, Echo, Caitlyn, Heimer, um, I think that's it. Okay, so pretty much like almost everyone in Arcane is a champion. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the big players. Um, and of course, there's that theory that uh, Vander is Warwick. Mm-hmm. I see Caitlyn here too. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Caitlyn would be in the game at least on release. Uh, she's just too gun heavy. I could see her being mm-hmm. set play because she also has a. Bear traps that she sets down and a net, so mm-hmm. she, she could be a set yeah that that makes sense. Uh but like main person I want to see is Nautilus. Like he is just my favorite champion. The the play right now. Um. Oh, I see him. He's cool. He looks cool, anyways. Yeah, he's great, and some of his skins are good, are amazing well. Uh, especially the Shanghai Scrolls. But uh, his whole gimmick is that he has the giant anchor that he carries around. So he swings that for his attacks, but he can also use it to hook people and drag uh, drag them towards him. Mm-hmm. And he also summons giant water spouts and geysers from the ground. So, what is that... I could see him sort of working as the, uh, what's that stone guy from Killer Instinct? Uh, gay, it starts with a G. Gigantis? Something? I don't know. No, I thought it started with an A. It might have started with an A. I literally was just playing Killer Instinct, like, with my girlfriend not too long ago. 
Um, and she was playing him because we selected random, but I don't even remember his name. Uh, Agonos. Agonos. I can see him working with Agonos, but instead of the stone walls, he would have, uh, uh water oh, and geysers to sort of, like, push you towards him. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of cool. I, I think he would be fun. I just can't think of other ones, um... That I personally want to see. I could I could give a basic moveset for almost anyone. Especially the older champions because they're they're simple. Like Wukong, he plays exactly how you would think. He has a giant staff, he has clones, he has uh a vanish. Mm-hmm. He would be a really easy character, like based on the description to put in the game. Yeah. Um God, I could see so much DLC for a game like this. Like, especially now that we know it's a tag game. Like, oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. Because, like, especially since it's 2v2, like, tag games can kind of justify putting in more characters because it's not like anybody's not gonna, like, want to experiment with team combinations. Um, like, in Wukong, like, based off, like... Like, aesthetics just looks cool. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, another one that I can guarantee. They're either going to have to put in Yasuo and or Zed. Just because of the fucking weebs. Because that's a samurai and a ninja. M- much, much less he's a shadow ninja. Mm. Uh, I, I can almost guarantee at least Yasuo is going to be in there. Uh, fights with Katana, has Windblade, he summons a Tornado. That uh, would be a knock-up. Uh, uh, yeah, Yasuo looks cool. Yeah. He looks cool as heck. Um, I can see Vex getting in for all the furries. <laughs> this, like, like, honestly, all the furry characters with ears, I can literally see getting in. Or, oh, yeah. This is based off aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I give something to everybody. Oh, gonna have characters who are in there just because they're hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, facts, bro. Fan service. <laughs> like, if, if, you want to get like, hot, if you want to get hot boys in there, too, set is a guarantee. And he's just really cool. He's the, he is a brawler. His backstory is that he runs the criminal underground fight ring. Oh, wow. He looks cool. Yeah, he's, he is cool. He is really cool. Uh... Like in the game, his moveset is simple. He has uh, an ability that powers up his auto attacks. Um, he has a. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a grapple, but it's um. Uh, if there's two enemies on either side of him, uh, he'll pull them in right next to him and stun. Uh, he has a quote-unquote armor move uh, with haymaker. Um. So, like, the lower health he has, he spins. So, I could see him being as, like, a character that would spend gray health a lot uh, to power up his move. Because Haymaker is literally that. Who, um, he, gain, he has a separate meter in League of Legends called Grit. And the higher the Grit, the more damage and a bigger shield he gets with Haymaker. And That's it's interesting. Just like, it's just like a, a cone in front of him that deals true damage. And then his uh his ult is the showstopper. He literally RKO's you out of nowhere. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> really hope that's 
<laughs> that would be kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, just having an insta-kill super. Alright, sick. Alright, go Gina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's not a TK. Like, he, he just picks you up and slams you. Uh, it's just... It, it's just an RKO out of nowhere, and it's funny. Um, oh, okay. I thought you meant it just, like, was just, like, it kills no matter what. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ooh, Galio looks cool. Yeah, new Galio is fine. Yeah. Uh, it'd be weird, because canonically, I think he's, like, five or six stories tall. Yeah, I mean, they, or they would just make him... Big within the parameters of Project L, I guess. Make it just he would, he would be a big boy. He would he, he would probably be bigger than Darius. Uh-huh. Garen would be a a nice inclusion. Garen's been in the game ever since the the launch or beta. Okay, I'm very curious what Fiddlesticks is. What what is this like? So he he. I don't know because they they changed. Uh, he he got a rework a couple years ago, I think. So they changed a lot about his lore. Mm-hmm. But basically, he is just this uh, evil scarecrow that uh, haunts people in the forest and kills them if they wander too far. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, he has sort uh. He has a, a draining move. He uh, he terrifies you, and you literally have to walk away from him for a couple minutes. Or a couple seconds, my bad. Uh, he attacks with a scythe, and um, his ult is a crowstorm, and that it teleports to you and just has a giant area effect of damage. Just look like Scarecrow. If I had to compare him to someone, maybe, just maybe a little bit of, um, I can't remember his name now, Guilty Gear Doctor, fucking, uh, Faust? Yeah, like, maybe a little bit of Faust, specifically in, like, Exord or the games before. Mm-hmm. But that, that would be stretching it a little bit. Yeah, I just, I just, he off the bat just looked like Scarecrow from Injustice, like just off the bat. He's cool. That's what popped up. He would definitely be cool. I, I want to see Yordles in the game, but I just don't know who they would put. And I know they would be annoying because there would be small hitboxes. Yordles. <laughs> so that would be anyone that is more like chibi animal-like, so that would be your Fizz, your Gnar. Heimer is technically a Yordle. The very small people. Oh, okay, word. I see. I see. Man, fighting Heimerdinger sounds like it would be actually just annoying as hell. <laughs> oh, God. He like... would be the game's Jacko. But he would just <laughs> and just stay behind them. Oh, no. He, he would be Jacko. Dealing with like Rocket Raccoon and Jacko in, in a character like this, and, like to me, just based off aesthetic, it just it, he just looked like he'd be like either a Rocket Raccoon or like just some annoying ass small character, like you said, that just wants to keep space and like just stay out of people's way. Just like, yep. oh no, yeah. I I hated dealing. 
yeah, his whole game plan in the game is that he uh he sets up turrets around the lane. He has three turrets out. Uh he can throw a uh a missile barrage at you for poking. He has a a bouncing like electric bomb that can stun. He he's just uh, annoying. He I don't uh, I want to see him in the game, but I don't want him to be as annoying as he is. God, that sounds like that literally sounds like Kokonoe to me, what you just described. <laughs> like, what you just described to me sounded like Kokonoe. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm actually just mad thankful they never put her in DD tag, bro, because I know I would have actually just killed myself. <laughs> I would have been like, yo, nah, I'm quitting immediately. Like, Adachi, don't. Don't be wrong, right. Dachi pissed me off, but if they put Koganoi in there, oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Singed. I completely forgot Singed was in Arcane, but he's also a champion. Was that for the S? Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, the scientist dude. Yeah, yeah. The one with the weird. Oh, okay. Character. I was wondering what his whole deal was, because, like, um, I know that, like, Victor was talking to him, and they, like, they knew each other, so I was like, I figured they were just, like, like, I figured, like, they were mad scientist buddies. I didn't, I didn't expect him to go to him for help, but I was like, this dude looks weird enough to be a champion. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, he doesn't play, like, anyone else in League, because his whole thing is that he has a giant bottle of, like, chemical and fumes on his back mm-hmm. and uh his i think it's his q or something uh is poison trail and what he'll do he won't auto attack you he will build enough movement speed to go past you and just ink you in a cloud of poison and you'll just take damage over time wow uh he also has like a a glue trap that he can fling you into Mm-hmm. But like he's very simple and straightforward. I just besides like giving flare on his auto attacks and like just his regular like light medium heavies, I don't know what they could do with him too much. Mm, it makes sense to me. Like just all to be honest, all this legit just looks like potential DLC. <laughs> like I would not be, I would not be surprised if this roster was like. Very huge. Yeah, like I don't know what we'll, what we expect on release. I'm gonna say on release maybe twenty characters. Twenty characters. Yeah, because they showed off like re- five or six already technically. Mm-hmm. Um, Echo, Ari, Darius, Jinx. Yeah, five, 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 six. Man, I just realized we might not see a beta for this game for a while since the release is like twenty. Like. We might see a beta in like 2022 if we're lucky, <laughs> but I don't think I don't even think even that because they said we're getting the next news update sometime in the second half of 2022. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, that's just a news update. Yeah, so maybe early 2023 at best, but yeah, I don't think this game's coming out till 23, 24. Because like even like looking at the footage, it is kind of rough. Like it is kind of rough. Um, 
like the character models look polished um but some of these like when i was watching it like i couldn't help but think that some of these animations were kind of clunky um like it just didn't look like well like not well put together but it just didn't look like it was seamlessly smooth like you know seamlessly like some of the attacks and animations just didn't seem like they were coming together enough um so like you know it just looked like this massive delay between attacks and i would like like first and foremost i would like it if this game had a pretty decent input buffer um because i don't want to play a game that has like an absurd input buffer um but like just the clunky animations between like attacks hitting block just you know don't look as clean to me um, or at least like it just would be a really clunky combo system if they were just to release it right now. Um, but like everything else, as far as the background, character animations, um, like what we did see is cool, but it obviously needs work. Yeah, it, it needs polish. Uh, I would like them to see. A little, go them. I would like them to go a little bit more with like super animations because the only we only saw like two supers, and that was uh, yeah Darius and Ari, and Darius has looked yeah better because it's a whole cinematic thing. Ari is like you got a close up on her, and then she was just like a little wave of arcane energy in front of her. Yeah, I would like to see them go a little harder on the super animations, just because, like, the super animate like, besides Darius, the super animations just didn't look that appealing to me. Like, um, like, like, I just want them to add a little more flair aesthetically, like, don't get me wrong, like, everything looks great, but, like, I feel like, I feel like every fighting game when it comes to supers nowadays, like, I just I haven't seen like a like a really like every game that's come out in like the past couple of years. I haven't said like, damn, this this is a fuck, this is a really like freaking cool super to get hit by, or like, man, this super looks super. Like I've said that about like very few supers, but and like I'm not saying they have to go super super all out, right? Mm-hmm. But. I do like it when supers like you know they look like they have like a lot of love and care go into them like they had fun making the super um like and i know like this game is kind of like you know a lot of fighting games nowadays have kind of been like you know return to neutral tm um and like very minimalistic move sets across the board for characters they put in the game i would like to see a little more like of an extensive move set with characters because like I just can't remember the last time like in a fighting game where a character had maybe more than like two or three specials and like two supers right mm-hmm. like and that just kind of has become the staple past like a certain point and I really would like to see that changed or at least like like the movesets can be easy to understand, but I would still like some variety in characters play. Um, but that's just the personal request or anything. I mean, obviously, I, I still think the game is going to be good. I just, I want them to add more. I don't want there to be, like, because, you know, it's been a trend where it's, like, 
a lot of these fighting games have kind of just been coming out with like the bare minimum as far as a game, right? Um, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it, it feels like on release, a game just is not a complete product. And obviously that's what patches and DLC is for. Um, but like game releases have just been very minimalistic, you know, past like patches and, you know, the next DLC update. I would like to see a little bit more from Riot. Um, and that's why I think, like, them taking their time on the game is actually a good thing. Because, you know, they can get some of this, you know, some of whatever they have, like, polished out. They can think of what they get, you know, what they want to get for characters. They can hopefully give us a decent-sized roster. Like, 20 to 25 characters on a release would be nice. Um, because I think that gives people enough variety to last a while before we eventually get DLC. Mm-hmm. But I personally would like to see them go a little more ham on a few things. Yeah. Well, if I don't know if you ever played uh, Rising Thunder. Did you? No, I haven't. All right, so that was the the team before they bought before Riot bought them. That was their fighting game that they were they they were working on. And uh, it was it was simple. Uh, I think everyone every character had three special moves. Um, that was on a cooldown. Like, you didn't have to put or anything, you just pressed the button and you got a fireball, you got your flash kick, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, they're obviously, that was one of the main reasons Riot bought them out, was that they were experimenting with this new thing, and it was, like, it was generally well-received within the the small community that Rising Thunder had. Mm-hmm. Um, but, bef- like, even with it being very simplified, there was a lot of dirty, dirty shit you could do with some of the characters. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, like, I'm excited to see where, what they do, and I mean, it's the Cannon Brothers, they know what they're doing when it comes to fighting games. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, yeah. Trust in what, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. I mean, like, uh, heck, like, what is that one game? Um, um, what was it? I'm trying to think of a game. Um, it's a really simple one. Uh, Fantasy Strike. Sorry, I just could not think of it for a second. Uh, Fantasy Strike. I think Fantasy Strike's a cool game. Uh, it's a mad simple game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's like a game doesn't have to be complex to be a good game. Like honestly, I think like if anything, fighting games getting simple uh i don't really think it's like a bad thing i just think that like because a game should be easy to digest um but hard to master and yeah because like you still gotta play the game at like a high level and people who like know what they're doing lab their setups like legit like are thinking about the game from a different lens they're gonna find that dirt that you know, players that go don't, don't go the extra mile don't know about. Mm-hmm. So, like, either way, whether a game's easy to pick up, like, it's still, it, it's still not gonna. The players who are still good at the game are still gonna win at the end of the day, in my opinion. I could see, like, I don't remember. I don't know if this is gonna be a three button game or a four button game. Like, uh, for, I'm pretty sure it's a problem. little bit of the annotations when they're going over Darius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. 
So let's see. You you have special A one and A three. So I'm assuming that those are like attack one through three. So it's at least a three button. Mm-hmm. So probably just light, medium, heavy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a light, medium, heavy. They had like attack button, um, like some kind of special button, like for like a like you know some kind of special properties move in the game, like just something extra. Um, standing one, aim one. Yeah, it's at least a three button. Yeah. Um. So it's probably, it's probably like light, medium, heavy. Uh, the special button for for your moves. Uh assist and then maybe a second button for active tag i don't know because so no continue no i was gonna say like we don't see them using like multiple assist types like every time they called in ari it was the the three orbs like vegeta's assist yeah uh yeah everybody might just have a set assist um I mean, for, like, 2v2 games, like, I'm fine with that. Um, I mean, it would be nice if you could pick more than one assist, but if you can't, like, or that could be something they add later down the line, like, kind of like what they did with fighters. Yeah. Um, but, like, I guess it really does depend on how the game plays, because honestly, like, if, if you can tag out of supers... Um, and, like, tag out of special moves and force mix-ups, um, I'm almost fine with everybody having a set assist because, like, I feel like the gameplay variety would be opened up with people just being able to, like, cancel out of specials and do all this crazy shit, so, like, it really does depend. Um, or they could do it BB tag style, where it's, like, you put a different direction and you get, like, three different assists, but it's not just, like, an anti-air special. Well, actually, it could be kind of like that. It could be, like, anti-air special and, like, uh, like anti-air neutral assist and, like, um, like, fireball or projectile or some kind of, like, distance closing assist, like, to open up the variety. The assists, the assists don't have to be complex. They just have to be, like, functioning. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't play much of MVCI, but didn't your assist depend on what uh, direction you were pressing at the same button? Um, so you you actually didn't have assists in MVCI. So tag pretty much acted acted as an assist. So tag had an active hitbox. Yeah. Um, so the most common thing in MVCI to do is to do your do your block string do a special move, and then immediately tag, because you do a long, a special move that has enough blocks done, it immediately forces a 50-50, and since tag has a hitbox, you could pretty much, like, like, tag was pretty much plus, and if somebody got hit by raw tag, you got a combo. You could, like, you know, say, for example, if somebody did, like, an unblockable, right? Like, the the tag hitbox would pretty much launch them for a combo, and so then you could do some shit, like, you know, get them on a long enough combo, wait for their, your assist to come back, do a, uh, do a super, and then tag, and then uh, the super would still be going. Like, let's say, for example, like, Dante did, like, gun super. You could then, like, after the tag cooldown, like, tag out of Dante's super and then just force a high-low. Um, <laughs> so, 
And then you could get a combo off the high-low, but obviously there was, like, things to take into account, like uh, how many hits you did in a combo, or if you did get a combo off the high-low, like how many hits could you do? Were you doing staircase combos? Like, just, you know, there was a whole bunch of shit you could do. Like, the thing I liked about MVCI was that, like, like, it was a little more creative than people gave it credit for, because, like, you could do all this, like, really crazy combo stuff. Um, it just wasn't, like, as crazy as Marvel 3, like, because you couldn't just, like, infinite somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there was a certain amount of hits, um, like, that you could do in a combo um, oh. before they dropped out. Oh, so, uh, sorry, I was just rewatching the footage. We do see a different Ari assist get called out. Besides oh, the, really? The Vegeta-looking one. Yeah, it's, like, at a one... Like 110, 112? 110, 112. Yeah, because Echo goes for uh, a tomahawk and calls Ari, and it's her just regular dash and not the shooting the orbs. Oh, oh, you're right. Wait a minute. Let me see. Yeah, you're right, actually. So there actually might be. There might be more than one assist in the game. You might actually get to choose your assist. Wow, that actually would be kind of nuts. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. Like, if you could choose your assists and, like, tag out of specials in this game, this game would be nuts. Mm -hmm. Like, I I mean, like, insane. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, okay. Because Echo, he does the launcher before the active tag into Ari. So, yeah, that's not a tag. Like, it seems to be, like, a, uh, a... That's definitely a tag. That's definitely a tag. That's, that's definitely a tag mechanic. That has to be a tag mechanic. Like... Like, there's no way you can't tell me that's not a tag-in. Because it's like, she... He did a combo, he like, he launched her, um, the character, and then Ari came in, and then she started her own combo. So, like, I was like, whoa, TAC? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> like, it looks like she's just, like, throwing out, like, a, just a random aerial and then going into her uh, specials and whatnot, so... Like... And I'm wondering, like, because I know there's only going to be, like, a certain amount of hits she can get. Like, she might, she, I know they're going to, like, if you do get a tag in, like, you have to be kind of limited on what you can do with it. Because otherwise, like, you know, hopefully there's no TAC offense. But, <laughs> like. I don't think so. Like, it, it, in my opinion, if they're smart, like, once you do a a tag in combo, you're not gonna be able to call the other character for an assist or a tag. Like during the same combo. Yeah. And it, like the thing I like about um because it's like if, if they do they do a tag in a mechanic they have to they have to be really careful about how they implement it because like it's just I've seen so many games get it wrong and some on the way to getting it right. Like, because how how you tag in in a game like this is going, I, I think, is going to completely influence how this game plays. Like, because like, cause you and me have talked about it. I, I hate raw tagging Dragon Ball. Like, it's literally one of the most, it is like... the worst fucking thing. It's so awful. Like, it's fuck raw tagging Dragon Ball is literally the best defensive option in the game. Like, it's because, like... <laughs> You leave an after image of yourself for I think like ten frames that is invulnerable. Meanwhile, mm. your uh, your next character is coming in at the speed of sound. 
Yeah, it's, it's and you have to if you do know they're gonna raw tag like because you like if you do get a two H like you have to know they're gonna raw tag like you have to know that's that's the shitty part because you have to guess like you have to guess whether they're gonna raw tag or not and you have to react to that animation like so quick like I mean like if you don't you're in combo again and it's just like it's on the line of being unreactable. Uh huh. It's it's I, I honestly on online it is unreactable. <laughs> like it it's just it's just like I I don't even bother trying to punish for a tag online because I know I'm gonna get hit. Like and then they're gonna vanish and then I'm gonna get corner carried again. So it's just like all right, whatever. Uh, you know I, I didn't like how NBCI did it either because I just don't think you should get a mix up off tag like because <laughs> like. The the because the minute they found unblockables from raw tag that game became so like so infuriating to play because it was just like like you would do a special tag like Dante had this too with I think like which move was it um I'm trying to remember which move like every Dante player would tag out of um it was a ten frame low. So it was an f- immediate forced hard to blockable, right? And I mean, like, a 10-frame 10, a 10 low is, like, the worst hard to blockable to block, but it was still a hard to blockable. And then, like, if you were playing anything with Thor on it, like, Thor was worse. Like, not only could Thor just, like, legit, like, camp you the whole game and, like, just armored special through almost everything in the game and not have to play neutral, like, he... He was one of the characters, like, that just made me just want to not play the game anymore besides Ghost Rider, because it's, like, they just, like, Ghost Rider and Dormammu, because it's, like, they could just set it up so easy. Um, like, Dormammu would set up carpet, and you would do something like, like, I don't know, like, fucking, um, Nova Dolphin Kick or some shit. Um, and, like, that's a hard blockable. Like, that's an unblockable. So it's it's literally a high... It's literally an unblockable high-low that you get a, another quarter-carry combo off of, and then you get put in the same fucked-up scenario again. Um, and it was just, like, so degenerate. Um, and then BB Tag was, like... It, certain characters, like... Um, certain, it, it really depended on what team you were playing, because I remember... Like, when Merkava unblockables were just so, like, Merkava, Susan, though, like, Fame's team was, like, literally, I think, one of those degenerate teams before it got nerfed. Um, and it was, it was just because it was just full screen unblockables, like, 24-7. Like, if you didn't get the hit, or, like, they, or he just got the hit first, like, the game was over. Like, the, in my honest opinion, the game was over. Um... And so, like I said, it it really does depend on how they balance this mechanic, um, or if if it's implemented. Like, what are the limitations and parameters of this mechanic? Um, yeah, cause, I mean, you are you already having you already have pretty good movement. Like, if if you go in at like the three thirteen three fourteen mark. You can see Echo wave dashing. You can see him doing fucking crouch cancel out of dash. So you're gonna have good movement option uh, in this game. Probably better to. Oh, you're right. Oh my god! Like I didn't even notice that off the first watch. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. 
like, oh, movement in this game is actually going to... See, that's my favorite part about tag games. Like, tag games always have some sick movement. Like... The one thing that's kind of a mystery so far is I don't know if every character is going to have, like, an air dash. That's one thing... I could see them giving it... They just didn't show off as air dashes. Yeah, it, um... It kind of just looks like... I'm looking at Echo moving, and Echo just moves like a normal character. I think they might give air dashes to certain characters like they did in Marvel. Um, Because not every character has an air dash. There's literally an air dash at like 310. (laughs) There's a fucking air dash at 310, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, wow. Is that is that really an air dash? It looks like a hop to me. Yeah, it's either a hop, but it's aerial movement, so... I don't know. I mean, like, if any character has a radar. I don't know if it'll need to be, like, near the edge of the screen, like, say, Vega or somebody, but. Oh, yeah. If he has, like, a wall, um, not a wall cling, but a wall bounce or something. Yeah. Like. Uh, It doesn't look like he's full screen when he does it. It looks like he's about maybe three quarters. Yeah. I don't know. Movement's gonna be good in this game, though. Movement's gonna be OD, like, also, just, like, oh my gosh, like, the, this, this just looks, hold on a minute, like, I gotta rewind this, like, these echo combos just look so cool, like, just, and then it's like, oh, dude, like, it, all this pressure, like, just, like, I, like, echo just looks so good, like, just, I can, I can already tell that this is gonna be a lot of characters people's day one character just based off what we saw of him like i'm looking at him right now i think to myself like man like they really just went ham on this character because he just looks so cool yeah i mean like it it helps with the arcane like this came out uh the arcane hype yeah yeah not long after uh act three came out and that's where you saw majority of the echo and the best fucking fight scene in the series yeah, he's definitely going to be like, and that's obviously their, it seems to be their most polished character that they have right now. Yeah, they were really selling him off. Um, And then the Jinx, I wish I had saw more Jinx in this trailer. Because um, Jinx looks like a, Jinx looks like a day one character for me, just because like, I like her character in Arcane, I think she looks cool, like, she, I just, I also, good stuff, it looks like she has a, uh, so she has a low projectile. I don't know if it's going to be like actual hitting low, but she has a um, a low profile at least uh, minigun projectile. She has the uh, the full screen zapper. Oh wait a minute, yeah. And then she has her rockets too, which could possibly be ducked under, maybe. They would have. They probably would make that a high. Yeah. Um. So, so she she has like low mid high just for projectiles, and you get you see her do a little bit of a combo. Uh, see, like, look, I, I gotta point this out real quick because Ari legit just did loops. <laughs> like no, she she gets her her loops in the corner. <laughs> I'm I'm like, yo, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just I'm looking at this and I'm like one two three four like 
and then she can side switch off that. Like, oh no, I really hope that she doesn't get loops off tag because that would just be nuts. And like, look, it looks like she ends the combo. And like, I'm trying to pause it. So you're talking about like trying... the 155 mark, right? Yeah, at like the 155, 159 mark. And it's like, it looks like she gets a, like, a slight bounce into a super ender. So I'm wondering, like, she got a pretty decent amount of reps off that. And, like, if she still gets the bounce from the combo, I'm wondering if she gets a knockdown after that, because that would be kind of nasty if she did. Like, I don't know if it's going to be a hard knockdown after the dash ender. I don't know. Like, if she got she got a hard knockdown off that, that would actually be kind of kind of nuts. That would be so scary. Like, I would be fine with a soft knockdown, but I don't know how much I can digest a hard knockdown off uh, not a hard knockdown and a corner switch off loops or off tag. Nah, I'm good. I mean, plus, we don't know wake-up options in this game yet, either. Like, there's so much we don't know about the game. <laughs> like, there's just so much we don't know. Like, we don't know the game mechanics. Like, we don't know if this game is going to have push block. Um, like... I could see this game having a push block, but like it costing meter. Yeah. Um, I know I know people have kind of been like on the whole, like, man, I wish this game had a push block or oh my god, I wish this push block didn't um do this or do that. Like um like push block was like push block was free like free in Marvel. Well, like push push block was free in like I mean ship was kind of like like you still had chip if you didn't push block in Marvel. So, like, I would be fine with, like, because the thing is, like, as much as people, like, think, like, man, like, push block should cost a bar, like, I'm fine with a game having push block as long as, like, um, the game mechanics, like, kind of balance it. Like, not make the push block so oppressive to the point where it's, like, you just return to neutral off push block. And, like, I'm fine with people not push blocking something correctly, like, they're being chip. Like, if, like, for example, like, you could push block and not receive chip, I think that's fine. Um, so, and if it's a set amount of pushback, like, it makes it so people have to be kind of smart when they push block. Um, I didn't like how BB Tag handled it, just because, like, and I'm not saying, like, anti-push block is a bad thing. Um, I'm saying that there was so much anti-push block to the point where it's, like, spending one bar on a push block was, like, like wasting resources on a push block was literally useless. Um, and I don't necessarily like that, just because, like, if, if you're going to put so much anti-push block in the game to the point where it makes, it, it invalidates game mechanics, um, and those things you put in the game to counteract um, how strong game mechanics were, um, like, that's why I liked one patch of BB Tag better than 2.0, because it was, like, you had to use it, and yeah, sometimes it didn't work, but at least, like, there wasn't so much anti-push block in the game to the point where it was intolerable. With Project L, I would like to see them kind of, I guess, some kind of direction with it that I think everybody could be happy with. 
Um, I just don't want them to contradict their own mechanics. Um, but, like, contradict how they want the game to run. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, my slight concern, I guess. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. With not dealing... Because, I mean... My most played game right now is still Dragon Ball. And... That's that's reflect. That's not push block. I I don't want another reflect ever again. I look. I mean, to so my thing about reflect is that there's things I hate about it, and there's things I actually like. I actually kind of like reflect, and the reason why, um, is because it. I mean, you can bait it, so it's like, and it's a whiffed animation, which I'm like, I think the whiffed animation part's a little dumb, but. It is one of those ways to, like, open up people where the game already has so many defensive mechanics. Um, and the pushback on Reflect is, like, a lot. Like, if you're really good at Reflect, it, it, you don't have to play neutral at all if you don't want to, if you're really good at Reflecting. Um, but there's also a lot of anti-Reflect in the game. Like, like Gogeta 2M. Like, Blue Gogeta 2M. Or, like, um, what's another anti-Reflect? Um, I mean, just staggering your own combos with a lot of uh, with a lot of characters like Cell or uh, I believe Super Broly. If you just stagger, it's fine. Um, yeah, kid. So people, characters like Kid Boo that can do like five M two M or two M five M. That's like minus two. Um, a lot of characters have two M five M staggers that are minus two that can you can help take your turn back and plus um block strings in the game are designed to like if you're like doing your block strings right and somebody just matches reflect and they don't they don't recognize like hey like because I've seen people like just get hit with like raw moves in neutral because they were expecting to reflect and they didn't realize that what they got hit with on block jailed. Like I shit I did that shit two days ago. Um, like, I, I didn't realize that, um, somebody dashed up at me, they called an assist, like, they ran up and did 5M to 6M, and their 5M to 6M jailed on block because of the assist blocks, and I got hit, and I was like, damn, like, you know, so, I mean, it's little things like that, that, you know, if you're looking for Reflect, and you're trying to bait your opponent into doing it or trying to condition them to do it like i think that's fine because it's something that you can bait and it's something that people can get way punished for but at the same time it does kind of make the game slow just because if you're already really good at it and you already have something like guard cancel push block vanish like they added so many defensive mechanics in the game, and the game didn't need defensive mechanics. It needed offensive mechanics. And that's, like, the one thing I hated about this patch was it just made the game slower than it already was. So it's, like, if it's one thing I want to see from this game, I wish the games would be a little faster. I don't want them to put in a bunch of defensive stuff that caters to casual players, and their immediate option is just to press said defensive option. I want there to be a mix of both. I want there to be defensive mechanics so the game isn't too aggressive and isn't too guerrilla or, like, too pressure-heavy. But I want people to actually know how to play defense because, like, if it's one thing I hate about Dragon Ball is that, like, I'm already, like, I've already, I already consider my defense, like, pretty okay. Yeah. Um, 
Like, I, if there's anything I know how to do, it's I know how to block well. And I think that's my most carried skill in the game um, because, like, there's not really much that people can do to open me up besides just doing something I'm not going to expect or just, like, um, thinking outside the box or I get... I, I, I can't tell you how many times I don't. I think to myself when I play the game, I don't think anybody. I don't think this per- said person opened me up. I just think they super dashed at me, and I didn't wasn't expecting it. Um, that's like the only way I ever get opened up in Dragon Ball is if like they just hit me with something I don't expect or somebody super dashes at me. So like I don't feel like I got outplayed. I just feel like the system outplayed me, and that like I don't want that kind of defense. Like, I don't want there to be just, like, the block button is... I mean, the block button should be your go-to answer when you're winning defense, but I don't want it to be the only option I should pick in the game if I want to get out of the situation, you know? I don't want the block button to be so centralized. I want it to be, like, a fundamental tool that players use to get better at defense, but there's things in the game that, like, offensive players, like, like to do to be able to open their opponent up. I just want there to be, like, balance between offense and defense. I don't want, like, anything to do too good. And, I mean, like, if, if it slightly goes in one area or the other, that's fine. It's just I don't want it to be, like, so overwhelming to the point that it's just not enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I personally prefer a more offensive-based game than defensive. Um, simply because my mindset is that of mainly offense and I don't like holding the block button that it doesn't do damage. Why would I press it? So, but that, uh, nah, like that's, that's understandable. Yeah. It's just, um, uh-huh. I was just going to say like, it's just like, I think that's a crutch. I kind of lean on too much is that I don't put a lot of time in practicing my defensive options as a player in any game still i get open the fuck up and melty um off of basic shit because uh, i forget that you can do like triple sometimes quad overhead in that, in that game but i don't know i say melty has a good bit of defensive options uh if we ignore shield and all the magical things that shield can do um, I don't know. I, I say the game. I say Project L. It would probably need a push block. Um, mm, maybe some type of alpha counter, or I, w- I wouldn't say like an alpha counter, but maybe just like a a guard switch, uh, like in DB. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. Make that. Make that cost a bar. Make that cost like say half your meter or whatever. I would I would be fine with like a breaker, um, or not so much a breaker, but a uh, what MVC I had because you could spend a bar to like uh, or a burst. So if it had a burst, because MVC I had like I forget what the mechanic was called, but it wasn't called burst. It was a uh, it, so you for a bar you could if you were getting comboed you could spend that bar to drop out of the combo, but, um, like, 
what was it called actually oh, i know what you're talking about you basically like lost control of the character that was getting comboed but you called in your assist and you tried to hit him out of it yeah pretty much like it it was like like they would fall out and if if they wanted to fall if they wanted to get out of being hit um it cost the bar and like you were still kind of at disadvantage but you still had a chance to kind of reset neutral um i don't remember why a lot of people said that mechanic like i've heard a lot of people like um justin wong or a couple other people say they didn't really like the mechanic uh for x amount of reasons i don't really remember why um there i remember their Marvel three players saying like man i wish there was a burst and you know they kind of got one but it's it's i think i think the problem with it was that it technically left for a bar it left you so minus to the point where it didn't really reset neutral it just kind of allowed you to block again um so it you know it was a defensive option but it wasn't like you know a necessarily reliable defensive option but i still saw people use it so i mean it might not have been as bad but i would be fine with like a burst of some kind um as long as it costs the bar even if it's baitable like bb tag i'd be fine with it because at least bb tag kind of give you the option like yeah, like, it sucked kind of getting comboed off burst, but you kind of had to be ready and know they bursted, but, like, I wouldn't want, like, an Adachi situation where it's, like, you burst and you get full corner carried by a full-screen projectile, like, it's into an unblockable, potentially. Um, so, or just whatever thing they were trying to do, but um, I would be fine with costing a bar getting out of a combo and then like if if they bursted or like it was like a like a counter of some kind i would be fine with somebody being like a negative five on the counter and being able to block again and getting out of combo um or at least something along those lines because like no go ahead (laughs) no i was just gonna say like um because i think being my being slightly minus or minus enough to the point where you can take your turn back but um it doesn't take take your turn back for you i think would be yeah i'd say burst would probably be the best defensive option that they could add right now um besides a push block of some sort uh yeah i don't know like because the thing is i don't know what they're taking from league uh, if anything, besides just, like, the characters. Yeah, I mean, the characters technically belong to the world of Terra, But, hey, like, some mechanics from League, I could see them, like... Uh, MVCI had the Power Stones, so uh, Project L could have, uh, in, the, in the game, they're called Summoner Spells. Um, and these were uh, abilities that were on, like, long cooldown, like, two, three-minute cooldowns. So you'd probably get them once a round, once a match, whatever. Um, but uh, they, they would do a variety of different things. Uh, the main one that comes to mind is Flash. And so that was mm-hmm. a, uh, a blink or a teleport. So I could see that both working as an engage and both a, a burst. Just like you don't want, like you just teleport instantly away or down or whatever. Like pick a direction and teleport um and that could possibly be used uh, as defensively, 
Um, or you could use mm-hmm. them offensively as well. Uh, I don't know, like, with the summoner spells, there there are a few that translate well to um, mechanics and some that don't. Teleport doesn't mm-hmm. because it's uh, in the game. It's like a three second cast, and you teleport to a ran- uh, to a set in a, uh, ally or or tower or whatever. Heal. Yeah, I mean, it's just a free heal. Uh, barrier mm-hmm. could work as maybe like temporary super armor. Uh, mm-hmm. Cleanse, I don't think would work. Er, cleanse might be like the best uh, choice for a a burst because in the game that kind of just removes all status elements and slows and debuffs on you. Um, um it's like based on description, it could technically rework some because like. For the Infinity Stones in MVCI, like, so the Time Stone was technically a teleport. Um, and so it did, two, it did two things. You could um, cancel normals into each other. So it's like you could cancel jab, 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 jab into, like, a combo um, for every character when you were in Time Stone, like, but it would scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had, like, a teleport. Um, but it was, like, a really slow, like... It was a really slow startup teleport, and it left a lingering animation, but it's still, like, a mobility option. Um, so, like, you in the beginning, like, everybody was fucking, like, was just playing either Reality Stone, um, you know, the Spider-Man memes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Reality Stone, Power Stone, and, like, Soul Stone, because Soul Stone was like super dumb. I honestly think Soul Stone is still dumb just because oh, you yeah. literally the ability to bring back your character from the dead is just yeah way too good to be constantly used like it was. Yeah, no, and, and and you had control over your character when you like over both characters at the same time when you used it. Like it was so like impressive, like for no reason. Yeah. Um. So like I could see them. For spells, giving you like a teleport spell for mobility, um, like that to me, like I wouldn't mind, um, because it gives people options. Because at the end of the day, if I want to say I would want anything from this game, I would like players to have options and how they like to play the game. Um, because if it's one thing I don't want from this game, is that I don't, I don't know if there's gonna be some kind of degenerate set play or like. You know, just, you know, flow chart that everybody's doing day one, because every game has that, um, especially in the beginning. I don't want that to be, like, you know, how the game starts off or even remain for the game's longevity. I actually just like people to be able to express themselves. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, combo expression is, like, is honestly probably the main reason I play fighting games is just like, hey, look what this cool shit I can do. Like, it may not be optimal. It may not be the best choice, but fuck it. It looks cool. Like, as long as people have the option to do that in order to customize their personal gameplay. Like, because we gotta Mm -hmm. remember, not everyone is playing fighting games for the competitive side like we are. Like, some people just want to hit buttons. And that's completely fine. Yeah. That's completely fine. Some people like to just have fun. Like, I remember, like, you know the debate on Twitter where it's like, oh, my God, like, everybody, like, wants to gatekeep all the league players that are playing Project L. Like, bro, like, why? 
And I just found it so funny because I was like, bro, like, why are you trying to gatekeep somebody that's never played a fighting game before? They're two totally different genres. Like, I will say, if you put, if you if you put, uh, Sonic, uh, Daigo, Goichi, if you, well, Goichi probably has a little bit of time in League. Now that I think about it, but if you just put them in like a random ass game of League, they they wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Much like if you if you put, oh no, if you put Faker or uh. Lemon Wedge, I think I think his name was just Lemons. Uh, anybody from uh from any of the esports uh teams, they're not gonna know what to do in any fighting game. But if you put them in the simple fighting game, they're not gonna know what to do. Right. Like, I mean, like you have people who come from other games that, like, you know, I mean, because to be honest, like game sense does carry over sometimes. Like, you know, sometimes if you're really good at one thing, you it translates over to it because the mentality to get better at something is kind of the same. So like, uh, Inzem, right? For an example, really good Dragon Ball player, like showing up on people's radars recently. Like he's a Gears of War star. Like he's eighteen and he plays competitive Gears of War, and then he just picked up fighters and he's like making top eights. Like I don't think that dude's ever. I don't think that dude's played a fighting game since Dragon Ball, and he's already like OD at it. Like, you know it. <sighs> Like, game sense, like, carries over, uh, in my honest opinion. But, I mean, obviously, skills from a game can't really be translated. Like, if you're playing a competitive shooter, I think competitive shooters isn't really going to help you with mastering a fighting game. Um, I mean, I think, uh, I can't remember who said it. I think it was either Rufo Monger or uh, Sagem that said it, is that top, like, top 32, you're not going to see a single league name. But, like... In the no. 128, there's going to be so many people. You're going to see, like, people who play League there and whatnot. Yeah, right, because, I mean, the player pool is going to be so huge. Like, I mean, that's why it's like, you know, I feel like those people that want to gatekeep are already people that go O2 with the locals anyways, because it's just like, you know, why would you... Like, that's like trying to say, like... um that that's that's like trying to put like Jackie Robinson or like like some MLB Major League Baseball player in a little league game with like four year olds. Like, of course they're not going. And he's on the other kid's team, right? You think the other kid's team that you know has a professional MLB player is going to like is going to lose to a team full of like five and six year olds? Like, no, he's going to win the game for the whole team because he knows how to play baseball. And, like, yeah, especially, like, because they haven't said if the game's going to be free-to-play yet. I, I'm almost going to guarantee it is going to be free-to-play. I mean, most, I mean, I think if you're playing a fighting game, if you're making a fighting game, it should be free-to-play, like, because, like, most fighting games are free-to-play. So, like, it... I just think there's going to be a mountain of DLC for this game, though. Like, it's just, like, it's so hard to not see that where the dollar sign is going to end. Because here's the thing. Um, I mean, like, I know the free-to-play discussion has kind of come, come up because it is Riot. And because, like, it is a League of Legends property. So, I mean, it's like, it, like... I think for a lot of other... I think for fighting game players, it would leave a bad taste in our mouths. But for League players, you know, they're kind of already used to it. Um, But, like, I think starting off the game as a free 
free to play, especially in a genre where you're not used to making games in. Um, like, or you're you're at least trying to appeal to a newer audience. I think I think that's kind of a bad move, just because, like, <laughs> like you could you're already gonna make a lot of potential money from this game as is, just with the amount of content you can add to it. Not to mention that if they really wanted to, I'm pretty sure like there's gonna be stage DLC. Like hell, there might even be costumes. Oh, like, most, like not the with this game going free to play. My main uh, worry is that, and cause I know it's gonna happen because it's Riot, but I don't want new characters to be paid for. Like, I just want the cosmetics and whatever. Like, you put in twenty new stages. Put have every character have all their skins from League of Legends or whatever. I just don't want the individual characters to be paid for. Especially if they are leaning into that free-to-play model. And I know from the Cannon Brothers when they were working on Rising Thunder, because Rising Thunder was free-to-play too, that they said um, when they were working on the game that the characters would be free. They, they would make all their money out of uh, cosmetic uh, customization and monetization. If they if see the thing is is that I think that would be a fantastic move if characters were just free to play and they made their money off solely cosmetic stuff. I think that would be a very like refreshing breather from a lot of the fighting game companies that already show us for DLC. Like fucking like Mac, Maximilian brought this up like in the video, um, in that free to play video that's uh, um I forget. Somebody posted it in the Discord. Mm. Where it's like, you know, like, if you're playing Dragon Ball Fighters competitively, right? You're like, you do the math, you literally spent $150 to play that game. Yeah, you, you like, played the game twice to have every character. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I don't really care because the game is fun. Like, you know, before, you're like, I would have been like, alright, well, this game sucks, I pay all this money to play, and like, you know, I just don't enjoy the game. Mm. But... Like, now that the game is as it is, it's like, you know, spending 150 bucks to play this game isn't so bad of an investment, because people obviously enjoy it. So it's like, that's what I said, like, I don't mind, like, I think me and Cam mentioned this in the chat, where it's like, I don't mind paying money for a game as long as I get a quality game experience for my money. If I'm not getting a quality game experience... Especially when it comes to characters, I don't want to have to pay for those characters if I'm not getting a quality game experience. Um, and, like, you know, a lot of the FGC is, like, poverty, so, I mean, it's, like, if you, like, you know, like, some people might buy the cosmetic stuff, but other people really just want to, like, have a setup for tournaments or whatever, right? I mean, I, I feel like for fighting game players, as long as you had, like, um, alternate colors for every character, we'd be happy. Um, obviously, some some people are gonna buy the costumes and stuff. But if this was like, like they could, like if they wanted to make you know cut corners and make their money, even just selling extra stages, just costumes, and they left the characters free, I would be totally fine with that. Like it because you gotta think like how much money. Like, we have been spending to play even the most basic fighting games nowadays, like Street Fighter V. If you want to get into Street Fighter V right now, you're paying some money. That's a lot of money. 
And and Street Fighter Five <laughs> already makes a lot of money off of their costumes. Every character has so many costumes, and if you're Chun Li, every you fifty costumes already. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got costumes. Like if you want stages, you gotta pay money to get stages. And there's so many stages in that game. Like they come out with a new stage every time. Like <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Even MVCI. MVCI had so much costume DLC. Like, like, I think I think one of the things they ended the content production on for that game was con- like was costume DLC. Like, and I mean that's just Capcom. Capcom wants you to pay for like like the you know the polish to polish the disc before you even get the game. Yeah. Like, you know they want you to pay for like the the dust that comes in the box. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean like we could go back to. to street fighter tag where um you know everything was on the disc you paid for a 400 megabyte key to unlock all that shit <laughs> yeah no like i don't want to be paying out the paying out the asses to play a fighting game bro like just it i that's just left such a bad taste in my mouth it's like especially since like nowadays we cycle through games so fast like there's so many fighting games now yeah. like there's so many fighting games Mm-hmm. There's a lot, and there's uh, uh, some coming out. Uh, I mean, for as like what Melty, what Melty came out, what two two months ago, I guess. We still haven't heard anything I think so. about like a new DLC character or anything like that. Uh, Guilty Gear. We still have well, Happy Chaos is about to come out in five days. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have what two more characters for this pass? For this yeah, season? two more characters. For, yeah, something like that. And then it, I'm pretty sure the two, those last two were like, I don't think we're getting the the, the fourth one for like a decent chunk of the year. Um, I don't think we're gonna see. Well, if if the leaks are right, we're not gonna see Jam until I want to say maybe summer of next year. Um, given that this entire DLC pass is pretty much like what was data mined, like I'm yeah, you're probably right. We're getting Jam. <laughs> um, either Jam or That Man, either one. I th- I thought Chaos was That Man. Uh, Chaos is a separate character. Okay. Uh, That Man is like a different character. Uh, I don't know. Guilty Gear Lord just has confused me so much. I don't pay attention to it. Like I just, I just, I just get, I just block Soul Five H. That's it. <laughs> um. <laughs> But going back to, like, how they could do champion release, because if they wanted to, we could have 12 seasons of Project L. Because uh, this thing could go on forever, much like how Lee... See, the thing is, is that I would be completely fine with it. And the thing, reason why I think it w- I would be completely fine with it is because it would mean, A, there's a lot of big money being put into the FGC, so it's a good thing for everybody all around if this game continues. Because it would this give. It's gonna be high payout, like, like for when, whenever Grand Blue, like we were gonna have million dollar uh, tournaments for Grand Blue, and then COVID happened. Like this is gonna yeah. be this thing. Yeah, no, because it's like this. This seems like with this, this seems like uh, I won't say Grand Blue second chance, but like you know, a second Grand Blue coming. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I really. I'm sad that Grand Blue didn't get the attention that I wanted it to get because I really ended up enjoying that game, even after everybody stopped playing it. 
And like, I'm just it, looking back on it. It's like, man, like, like I really wonder what fighting games could have looked like if COVID hadn't hit. Because I mean, granted, like fighting game companies, like you know, it it did give them a clear message that they needed to step up their shit. Um, they needed to step up the netcode. They need to step up a lot of things that, you know, have gone unsaid for a very long time. And so in a way, I'm kind of thankful for COVID, but in a way, I'm still curious. Like, man, like, I wonder what 2021 would have looked like without COVID, you know? Like, what 2020 would have looked like without COVID, you know? like it's And with this, it's like, this almost seems like a second chance because this is this is like the first big named IP that the FGC has gotten since Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. Like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball was huge when it first came out. Like everybody was playing Dragon Ball, like everybody. And it's like it seems kind of like that because it's just like we're not only just getting fighting game players playing this, but we're getting League of Legends players who are trying to play this. And it's like, and you already know they're going to show out hella money for this game. Like, and I'm looking at, uh, because the World Championship for League of Legends happened not too long ago. I'm looking at the payout for that. The prize pool in total, it says, was uh, 2,225,000. Damn, that's a fat check. (laughs) First place, (laughs) just under half a million dollars. For five Bro, like, could you imagine, like, Sonic Fox, like, winning the first Project L tournament, bro? Like, that man's bank account would be so fat. Like, that would just be like, yo. <laughs> like, 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 gonna be insane for the game. <laughs> like, even for a local, bro, like, even, like, the thing I like is that even for, like, cities that might may not even have the most, like, consistent fgc like i wouldn't really consider our fgc consistent in some ways but like think about like charlotte greensboro raleigh all hosting project elephants right we get it like because you know there are people here that play league bro i know there are people here that play league and it's like like i think even the worst local we would have if this game was to slow down after a couple months i still think we'd be getting 20-man brackets like this like I don't know, like some some something in the back of my head just tells me like even if the numbers are low, it won't be low. You know, it'll just be like a, a healthy medium of some kind. Uh no, because I'm looking right now and uh even their card game that they have, um, the Legends of Rune Terra, the world championship for that, first place got forty thousand. Yikes! That's so much money, bro. Like, dude, like, like what was it? Like, sixteen, like top sixteen. The minimum payout was six grand. Hold hold on. How much did Idom get for winning Capcom Pro Tour? Hold on. Because, like, I think, like, I looked this up, um, before, and like. How much have like pro fighting game players run one across their career? And some of them, it doesn't really amount to too much. Like I know, like because there's a chart somewhere. Like, no, it's it's poverty. <laughs> like, like, it's it's mad poverty. poverty. Like I, much. 
No, IPS finals, IPS finals for Injustice 2, I think I remember being like 500,000. So that's like half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, but even still, like, I mean, because cause Warner Brothers and NRS, they're going to show out for their tournaments. I mean, they're, we're just going to be like a decent amount. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I was uh, so wrong on that. It was only $100,000. <laughs> for that's kind of 2019 for for 2018 and Justice Two profiles. Um, oh yeah, you're talking about yeah. That. No, I was, I was looking at a Capcom for 2019. IDOM got uh 25,000 for, for okay. Yeah, so that's 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 nothing. Whoa, <laughs> that's a lot less than I thought. Yeah, but like FGC's poverty. Like, top 16 in the fucking card game is making 5,000 more than top 16 in Capcom Pro Tour. Because you get $1,000 so for coming from 16th to 13th place in Capcom. That's so and you're getting uh, six seventy five. That's so much money, bro. Like, gosh. Like, I can honestly, could you imagine, like, like, right? Like, if we, could you imagine, too, if every local was to hike up the price of entering a tournament to, besides venue fee, if it was $10 entry, do you want to know how much fat money somebody would be making? Bro, that's crazy to me. Because it's like, I mean, I'll continue. No, no, I was just going to say, like, especially with this, we're going to have like, it's going to have a pro tour. It's going to have, like, you have big, you have these big events. Uh, throughout the year, where you go and compete for points and whatever, or hell, they yeah, even and you can uh, do with the with the league system and have the ranking stuff. Like once you get to the highest one in league, I think it's challenger. Like that's where you can actually start applying to the esports teams and whatever, or they'll start seeking you out. Yeah, because you got to think like it's really hard to get sponsored playing fighting games as it is. Like, imagine if you played this game. You would be hella sponsored so quick, especially if you were good at it. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's that's going to be crazy to me. Like, that's that's just going to be something that all of us are just not used to. Is that it's like, because like, they really, like you said, they really could just keep this going. And if it's one thing I hate that fighting games don't do, is that they, they don't, they, fighting game companies stop supporting one game after, like, a handful of years. Like, um, the longest one we have going on right now is is a uh, Tekken Seven, I believe. Yeah, and like yeah, for certain companies, right? Like, um, I I've always hated NRS's two year cycle. I've I've always hated it because I I just like for me I I just can't learn games that fast, and especially like when Injustice Two came out, it just felt like Injustice Two like came out and then it just wasn't there anymore. Um, so you know. I missed the MKX resurgence. I mean, not resurgence. I missed the MKX phase of NRS. So it's like, you know, I only have horror stories to go off of from people who have played X. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like MK11. It was just a train wreck from the beginning. Um, it was there. <laughs> yeah, it's. I kind of just want to forget it happened. To be honest, like I, I get, but like. I just I I want the game to last long, and I want them to be adding quality updates. Like I know that Dragon Ball is kind of in its sunset years, but even with its sunset years, like the game has gotten people to come back to it after like 
you know, X amount of time of people quitting the game. And then one update changed the game so much. So then people started coming back and playing. And then this recent update, everybody's all like, oh my god, I love Dragon Ball. And it's like, you know, the same people who were talking shit about the game months ago just came back to the game. So it's like, you know, it, I, I don't want there to be a down period for this game. I want this game to only, like, go up with time. I mean, this is one thing Riot isn't scared of doing is completely reworking uh, game mechanics. Because uh, League of Legends itself has gone through so many revisions. Albeit, there's a lot to do. Like, a lot you can change in that game, whether it be the map layout, or items, or the mechanics of certain spells. Or entire mm-hmm. champions just getting reworked from the ground up. Like, there's a lot you can do that, but it, it could translate over to... um to the fighting game as well with just like overall system mechanics getting added or retweaked or i don't know if we'll, i'll say like they'll rework an entire fighter but is it's a possibility seeing how they've completely like thrown out an old character uh, design in league no, that's fair like i was i was gonna say like they could just keep adding so i mean it's like some patches just add things to characters. Like, I could see them doing that. Because, like, like I said, I could see this game's roster being pretty decently big. So it's like... um, To be honest, I think people would just be fine with them adding in new mechanics. Or just, like, adding in new abilities. and Kind of like what Street Fighter V did. Like, Street Fighter V, like, you know, they added V-Shift. And they added, like, new, you know, V-Trigger 1, V-Trigger 2... V Trigger 3. Yeah. Like, they added so much to the game to spice up the gameplay. Like, I would be so fine with them doing that. Um, like, and if they, I wouldn't say rework a character, maybe just add to them, like, tweak them, like, give them buffs, like, you know, give them new things to do, maybe give them new specials. Um, just new things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, like, um, not really change how a character fundamentally works, but just give them new things to add to their arsenal to make them cool characters, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, they, they can do so much with this game, and I hate going back to the monetization, but I want to do one more touch, is that we have, like, season passes and everything, um, and the one thing <laughs> uh, League doesn't do is that they don't, like, you have to buy individual characters either for the in-game currency or, or real money um, every time a new one's released. But there is a game, Smite, that has a uh, a thing where you buy all the all current characters and all future characters that are released, and you spend, I think it's like 30, 40 bucks. I'd be fine with that. I would be so fine with that. That's basically an infinite season pass. Yeah, but, like, I would be so fine with Smite, because the thing is, you gotta figure, like, how much money they would be making from that, like, it, like, because with the amount of people projected to play this game, if anybody was just to buy the pass for 40 bucks, that's a lot of money. Yeah, like, it would be so much easier for TOs trying to get this game set up. Like, it would be, that would be so much relief on their fucking wallet, because they already go ham with everything else that they have to provide. Yeah, like monitors and headsets and the game itself, the systems, like 
You know, it's like I couldn't imagine spending that much money trying to run a tournament. Like that that's how I would prefer them to do it is to have like either one just make all the characters free or to have a one time flat fee of all the mm-hmm. I, I would be super fine with it. I don't know. I don't know how much say the Cannon Brothers have over this game, the Riot. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're cause they're they have quite a bit of leeway, um, and whatnot. Because I mean, because the uh, the Echo design that they're not that they're using isn't his current design in the game. It's the Arcane design. Um, I think same with Jinx. Although Jinx looks like to be a, a weird kind of mid in between her league and arcane so yeah jinx looked a little weak like she didn't look exactly like she did in arcane but she definitely looked different i mean this is the first time outside of arcane or outside the last episode in arcane that you see her using pow pow Mm -hmm. and she didn't have the zap gun in arcane she just had a gun (laughs) just a a straight up fucking clock yeah like the honestly, all that stuff in the on the back of her like looked new to me because I've only seen Arcade. So I'm like, oh, she's got like a torpedo or like a rocket launcher and like yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah, the rocket launcher is pow pow. Um, they didn't show it off in the trailer, but in the game she has uh, oh, you see him, you see him in in the show the the chomper grenades. Yeah, yeah. She has those uh, in the game. They're they're basically like kind of landmines or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm surprised they didn't show her showing them out because they could be a good projectile as well. Jinx is gonna be so fucking annoying to play against. I swear, <laughs> I'm gonna hate playing against her. <laughs> I just like I don't know. Like I just I look at a character, I look at a trailer, and I'm just thinking to myself like, all right, who are these characters? It's just like the most annoying. Like, there better be a character with some kind of armor day one, or else I'm just gonna die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're gonna put a character with armor in this game. Like, there's gotta be at least one. Yeah, like, either Darius is gonna have armor, or Vi is probably gonna have armor too. I'm just like, and like I said, they can add so much in the way of like stage DLC just because it looks like there's so many like unique backgrounds they could use from League. Oh, yeah. Um, like, like I was saying, like, since you only have knowledge of League through a little a little bit with your girlfriend and mainly through Arcane, you've only seen two regions. Like, they're, they could all out with, with uh, the Froyord. They could go to the desert and uh, ruined city of Shurima. They have Bilgewater, which is, like, very pirate-like coastal towns. Uh, Demacia, mm-hmm. which is a very prim and proper empire. And then the Noxian, which is uh, where Darius is from. Complete warrior-like mm-hmm. and very edge. Like, there's a lot they can do. I was really excited for this. Yeah, this game is definitely going to be... It's going to be something when it comes out. It's going to change the FGC. Like, I, I honestly think that, because if Riot succeeds with this, like, every can't, I mean, every company is going to have to change up what they do. Especially, also, also with the netcode situation, with the netcode being projected to be, like, godlike, like, just projected to be amazing. Yeah, like, dude, like, and 
just like we would actually be able to have pretty decent online tournaments and these online tournaments could have like high cash prizes like i mean like if we were to ever have like which one like leaves out or has the worst connection so you know like you know in this day and age where it's still like you know kind of a little factor like you know, uh, if we ever, you know, God forbid we ever have another shutdown or something like that, like, people can still, like, host tournaments and make money from their house. Oh, yeah. You know, entering a tournament. You know, so it's like, you know, if something like this were to happen again, like, you know, we would actually have dedicated servers, good internet, like, good cash prizes, like, people can train. Like, it, it's just, it's just refreshing to have, like, consistent online environment where a company can, like, provide tournaments, you know what I'm saying? Like, not, and the tournaments be, like, like, you know, they uh, enlist outside help, like, people who know the genre. Um, not something, like, half-assed, like, what, you know, kind of like Dragon Ball Fighters did, like, yeah. the just the half-assed online pro tour and doing nothing to address the terrible netcode, like just it's it's like especially now too with the French event, like even the French event that's going that's about to go on now, it it's not the most like well-oiled machine, like you know what I mean? It's like you know the company is clearly clearly has an agenda, um. And I can understand why, like, people like Bum, you know, don't immediately jump to help uh, Bandai because Bandai essentially kind of started something, but then, like, kind of just doesn't want to finish it. Like, it's kind of the same way I feel about Arxis and DB Tag, where it's like you did this, you did this thing, and now you're just kind of pretending it doesn't exist. Um, Like... I just want no more of that. Like, I want companies to add to their game. I want them to, like, think of new ways to spice up their game. Not leave something. Like, put something in the game that's just, like, you know, messed up and don't address your mistake. Just leave it as is and then come out with another cash grab, come out with another game. Like, I want continued support for a game. Because if it's one thing that I've always envied League players for or, you know, like, just MOBA players in general, from what I know about MOBAs, is that, like, your game never really goes away. Like, it's never, like, not talked about. Like, even people who hate League still talk about League. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I kind of just want that for fighting games. Like, I want something to stick around and last for a while. You know what I mean? Just, like, you know, people aren't done talking about it. It's getting support. Like, community likes the game. Like, nobody's shitting on the game. I mean, they could shit on it, but still play it. You know what I mean? Like, even... There are plenty of people that shit on a fighting game, but, you know, they might not compete, but they still play. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, so, I mean... I want to say the main like, big issue is that in the FGC, we have big-name companies. And those companies have IPs, but they're always coming out with the new with the new version of that. And that's been yeah. true ever since, like, Street Fighter 2, and it's many, many, mm-hmm. many different versions that fucking Capcom produced. Yeah, that's true. So, like, this could like, be Arc- a nice change of where we have just a continuously supported game. Yeah, not, like, have to buy a new version of the game to play the fully updated game, or, like, 
you know, not having to buy an ultimate edition of a game with, like, you know, all the characters and DLC, like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, that's that's almost always how fighting games make their money after the fact, after all the DLCs announced, is that, okay, you want the characters, here's the ultimate edition of the game. Like, hey, here's all the money you would have spent on the game if you had been with us from release, just on disc form. Like, you know, and I'm just, like, sitting over here, like, Especially in the case of Arxis, bro, like, Arxis always has, like, another edition of the game to go along with said version of the game. It's like, just look at Guilty Gear. They had, like, they, like, they had, what, Exert, Exert Sign, Revelator, um, Exert Sign, Revelator 2, like... Yeah. And, like, besides, like, a few universal mechanics and new characters, like, Exert and Exert Rev 2 not that different in my opinion no like easily they haven't done like an ultimate edition of dragon ball yet with just all the dlc uh see i feel like it's coming i really do feel like it's coming like it's 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 like that they would make too much like i would not be surprised if they did do an ultimate edition of fighters um but, like it's definitely coming i just i'm surprised they haven't done it yet yeah, I honestly, they, Bandai said they would still continue to support the game. So I mean, they said it in a a message like um, before, like the whole French versus U.S. thing went on, or at least I think during that, still kind of going on. Yeah. Um, but does that mean that we're just getting tournaments? Are you guys working to improve the net code? Are we getting more characters? Like, I mean. I don't know who the hell else they could put in this game. I'm not even gonna cap you. I mean, they could probably figure out. They could figure out some characters. There's there's some characters from Dragon Ball they literally could put in here that are so obvious that like, like nobody would complain as long as we got a new character. Yeah. Um. I'm surprised we still don't have Mr. Satan, but that's just me. Mr. Satan, Rabbis, uh, Bojack. Um, you could even pull from the manga with uh, granola and gas. Heck, we can pull from Super Dragon Ball Heroes because, like, Fighters isn't canon, so they could literally put in a Dragon Ball Heroes character. Like, it's it's actually insane how much freedom they have, actually, to be honest, because there's so many characters that people would scream for. Like, I mean, like, they would make so much money off this game, it's crazy. Um, I'm just not that huge of a fan of the uh, Dragon Ball Legends stuff because some of that stuff gets a little silly. <laughs> it does get silly, and it does kind of get like you know, kind of like fan servicey. Um, if I had to put it in, uh, like use a term for it, because it's Super Dragon Ball Heroes is literally just fan service, in my honest opinion. It's just it's just like deviant art Dragon Ball shit brought to life, in my honest opinion. Yeah, um. And, like, while I'm fine with that, nobody will ever not be fine with it. Um, like, it, it does kind of get silly sometimes. I don't know. I'm hopeful. Like, hopefully they realize that this game has attracted so much popularity that's like, to not continue supporting it would be a crime. Um, like, um, but with Project L... To get back to the main topic, I feel like it would be a nice change of pace from 
at fighting game companies normally uh, do things. And that's mainly what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah, the FGC just in general has been going through a lot of changes. Uh, and potentially more with the... If, if uh, Project L gets popular and does different marketing mm-hmm. practices. Is there anything else that we need to talk on? Because I just realized we're almost at the two-hour mark. Oh, yeah. Um, let me think. I think we pretty much covered everything we could. Um, like you said, there's not really much information we really know about the game. Um, so there's, there's only... like. Anything we would really bring up would be, like, speculatory off that, like, little bit of footage we had. Yeah. Um, but I think we covered a lot of the key points. Yeah, I mean, like, an hour, 48 minutes off of, like, barely six minutes of playtest footage that they showed off. Uh, that's, that's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm super... I'm hyped about that. Yeah. Well, where can... Uh, this is the... Uh time for you to plug in your socials and whatnot where people can find you oh okay um i am uh twice marks fg uh twice marks fgc is um my twitch um uh sparks 27 all caps um on twitter um and uh yeah like uh yeah yeah i just well actually it's it's yeah, like it's actually at um, all caps two s's two x's. So if anybody wants to follow me, really appreciate it. Uh, I am actually trying to stream soon. Um, uh, hopefully, I'll be able to stream once I get my stream overlay. Um, but I was gonna try streaming like Dragon Ball and just whatever I felt like playing. Yeah, fair enough. And I'll be sure to have all the links in the description too. Uh, but yeah i think that is the end of a podcast so everyone thanks for listening and uh see you all next week